The following program is an MLWRadio.com production. Hey, buddies. All September is Pro Wrestling Scorecards Month here on Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Pro Wrestling Scorecards is a pen and paper party game for major wrestling events. Compete with your friends predicting match results and bonus questions using a PWS scorecard to determine your group's prediction champion and get everyone more invested in the action. PWS creates scorecards for all the WWE, NXT, and AEW events with even more promotions coming soon. Pro Wrestling Scorecards has begun testing their mobile-friendly digital scorecard and online community. For more info, follow PWS on Twitter and Facebook at PWScorecards or Visit them at ProWrestlingScoreCards.com. Thanks. Ooh, time to get in the ring. Our favorite thing. Marty and Sarah love wrestling. Hey, buddies. Hey, buddies. Tis I, Marty. Tis I, Sarah. And this is Marty and Sarah love wrestling on the MLW Radio Network. Here we are. Uh, I think it's safe to say that we love wrestling more than ever. How's your love for wrestling doing this week? Big. Big? big, tall, strong. But Sarah, so big, so strong. You took in so much wrestling over the last. You know, you'd think it's a good test if you're not sure if you love wrestling or not. Really immerse yourself in a convention weekend and go to multiple shows, and you will find out whether or not you still love wrestling. You know, they say if you want to test a relationship, go on a vacation with that person or concept. Yes, and we I sure say, the fuck did. I say if you want to test a relationship. Uh, run a table with them at a wrestling convention <laughs> for an entire weekend. You had done that do years multiple ago with Colt shows. Cabana. Well, that's found out why that you were friends for life. We worked out our issues. No, we didn't work out our issues. <laughs> what issues we, did you we have? We realized we had no issues and uh-huh, we were very, very compatible. And, and I think you and I are very compatible as well. I think we've done well. Uh, it's. I think I say this every time there is a big convention like WrestleCon or a StarCast. I get better at them every year. Yes. But they're never easy. No. But they're a lot of fun. I The highs and lows are insane. Like, and you'll have you, a moment where And you thought I was going to let a semi hit us. At one point, I did think that. Are we going to go chronologically? No. Okay, I'm so all I'll... over the place. But do you guys know how, like, when a semi is making a big old <laughs> turn and you just have to back up a little bit or just stop in your tracks and let them do their thing? Sure. I did I'm that. I'm aware of this now. I did that. And, uh... I legitimately saw the semi coming. <laughs> And it was coming, and it was this little street that we were on, and it's just coming towards us. And this was, this was Thursday night. This was a Thursday. We night. still had our live show. Yes, all out. Yes, we had to make sure that everyone like got the tickets that we had to distribute. Yes, and I just had this vision of us getting killed, mm-hmm. and I panicked. Yeah. And I said, honk your horn, honk yeah, your horn. And yeah. you thought I was making a joke. Yeah. <laughs> then you realized I was losing my mind. Yeah. And then. I sobbed in the car. Yeah. And I lived to see another day. And you know what? What? You may have thought I was being a little ridiculous, but I think that it made me appreciate life all over again. I died and I came back to life and I was better for it. Water tasted that much better the next day? Oh my goodness. I'll tell you what. White claws tasted like angel's dust. What if that would have been the night where we gave uh, our our Patreon buddy from Montreal a ride home? If that would have been... We gave our buddy (laughs) Jav a ride home. What if he was in the car... (laughs) All by himself on that, in our, in our back seat, and we. Oh, had the, this that. Marty and Sarah are nuts! Blah. All right. First of all, if you are new to this podcast, uh, welcome. You picked a real weird one to start off with. This is uh, our Starcast All Out. Maybe you saw us at Starcast, and you're like, "Hey, that was a fun show, or that was a fun table." When What's I stopped by, about? what's it all about? 
Uh, normally, we don't dissect our, our uh, weekends quite this much, but we are definitely going to get into it. It's important to us to do this because there were people who wanted to be there, who weren't there, people who are in our hearts and minds, yes. and uh, it's it, we're on the ground floor this time around, so we're going to recap it, but we'll also talk about news. There you go, and if you are new to the podcast, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, leave us just a wonderful review. We love reading them. We were reading them in the car the other day, remember? Yeah, I think you needed a little pick-me-up at some point. <laughs> that was Friday morning after yeah. we thought we died. Yeah. And uh, we pulled them up, and you know what? There were overall very positive reviews. <laughs> also, if you didn't already, please head over to MartyAndSarahLoveWrestling.com. Grab some merch. We've got uh, a limited supply of wrestling heart hats. Just a few. Uh, I, we just updated the inventory right before this. Also, uh, if you were not able to get a... Uh, Starcast exclusive Russell Hart Chicago Star logo. Sure. Uh, you know what? We're going to go crazy and we're going to throw that up on the uh, Person T store in just a little bit. You know what we could maybe throw up also? What? Um, uh, uh, wrestling, Nathan's wrestling review shirts that match the tattoo that you got over the weekend. Yes. If you were not aware. And then we'll kick him some bucks if, if were, they sell. If they sell. If you were not aware. I got the uh, NWO-inspired logo uh, of wrestling, of Nathan's Wrestling Review. Uh, The uh, Wrestling Tattoo Boys just knocked it out of the park. Oh, my gosh. They did amazing. They tattooed you during our live show, which we are currently working to get the audio from uh yes. it's d- there's talks all over the place yes we're in the works uh so hang tight we will uh let you know what the status on that is and where we're posting it we're gonna figure it out also we mentioned uh our our our, our buddy from montreal jf if uh you are a patron uh apparently we give rides home uh yes we didn't even know Back to your Airbnb. yeah i didn't even know uh that that jf was a patron well this is the fun thing is you meet people yes and you have this really fun connection with them and then you find out that they're a buddy that you know by yes. name, either from Twitter yeah. or from orders I knew or from he Patreon. Was on his own, uh, from another country, and he was trying to figure out how to get back to Logan Square from so the Sears Center. So without knowing that he gives you money every month, you said, jump in our car. I said, buddy, meet me on the stairs afterwards. Let's make this happen. And then, uh, sure and then enough, we, he got in the car and he goes, this is a, a really interesting <laughs> Patreon perk. Burned it down. Uh, and I think, you know, we only had some slight arguments in the car. Oh, just a little <laughs> bit of Starcast bickering. All yeah. right. Let's get into <laughs> it's it, Sarah. Part of it. It's we part have, of the fun. We have no time to spare. We got to get right into it. Uh, Starcast Thursday afternoon was yes. wonderful. We set up everything. We got a little. We were in uh, Flector's Corner for the, yes. most, uh, for the most of our run at Starcast. Yes. And we were Kitty Corner. From one of the best booths in the world, David Todd Trost. There you go. He does pottery, so mugs, plates, vases of wrestlers. And yes, very his... fancy, very beautiful. There yes. was a world-class plate that I just should have said, you know what, I'll buy this. You know what, I think we're going to get I a world-class it. mug I because uh, if we got that plate, I'm sure Peter would have knocked it off the wall. That, you know what, that's pretty true. That's um, pretty true. But check out his work, follow at David Todd Trost. That's T-O-D-D-T-R-O-S-T. Uh, he takes commissions through his DMs. You can see the work that he already has. Yes. Um, and that was the entrance to Collector's Corner, was yes. David Todd Trost's pottery. Boom. Then if you look to the right... You ding-dong. Oh, right Marty and Sarah love wrestling. We had so much fun. Uh, speaking of the uh, uh, world class, before I, I get started, there's going to be a lot of this when I'll just think of stuff. But uh, huge thanks to the uh, 20 by 20 apparel guys. They gave me a 
world-class sportatorium t-shirt that is Oh, you were so excited about Out that. of this world. Uh, that's 20 by 20 apparel. Look them up. There It'll be go. worth your time. And another quick shout out. Yes. Um, Dreaded Dinosaur. At Dreaded Dinosaur on everything. That's Eric. He was next to our booth. And Marty bought uh, two oh, yeah. of his amazing Sergeant Slaughter uh, G.I. Joe prints. Oh, Sarah, don't just... Okay, first of all, it's a beautiful cartoon <laughs> rendering of the Sarge, Sergeant Slaughter with the American flag in the background. He has Cobra Commander in one headlock and Hulk Hogan in another headlock. Uh, That's like all the things that you it's like. It's just Jimmy Lee and I were two little kids all weekend. He saw that <laughs> and he goes, boy, that's pretty nice. And I said, I'll take two for me and my friend. And then Colt bought the last one. And they were all gone. They were all gone. And then later on, I had mentioned we were there. A lot of uh, collectors corner had a lot of like collectibles figures, obviously. And I saw there's that nails figure. I never bought that uh, when I was a young, a youngster. I I always wanted it. And uh, Jimmy Lee went and snuck and bought it for me like a real son of a gun. Uh, Jimmy Lee, our great friend who, uh, if you want to see some of his work, just look at our website, protect.biz. Uh, he's a designer, font lover, and he was our buddy the entire weekend. He was with us at everything, and um, he his observations were always the funniest. He had a real uh, thought process about people going up and touching every little item yes. on tables and we were laughing so hard about that you gotta touch everything after uh just it felt like just a, a short short time at starcast we had to head back to chicago for aaw's oh my gosh, Lina we memorial tournament 2019 it was both on thursday and friday huge congratulations to the walking weapon josh alexander he ended up winning the whole darn thing uh on night two Josh and Colt had such an amazing match. Yeah. That place was rocking. Everybody wanted Colt to win. Um, It was fantastic. So night one, Colt had a match against Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Yes. And uh, Holy shit. It was an amazing... So they they wrestled it up. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, they're father and son. So they're having some bickering and this and that. And then this airplane announcement comes on. No, 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 no. Because first... uh, Colt's finally like, what's been your problem the whole time? And he's like, you were never there for me. Mm-hmm. You weren't a real dad. And he goes, what do you want? And he goes, if I win, you have to give me an allowance. And Colt said, fine. But if I win, you have to leave AAW. And that was the stipulation. And Colt ended up getting the pin mm-hmm. and thus sending MJF out of AAW. Into to AEW. And there was an announcement that was like, this flight is boarding now for AEW. All attendance for AEW. Time to go. And MJF just goes like, like frustrated. Colt went under the ring, got a bag. Got Got a bag, bag, gave it to him. him. And he's like, oh, I guess I have to go. And then MJF reaches out for his dad's hand like, come on, we're going to go. And Colt stands there and he goes, no, buddy, I can't go on this one with you. And we were legitimately like, I'm getting emotional again talking about it. And then as he left, all of a sudden you hear... Father of mine, tell me where have you, you been? been? Oh, it was wonderful. Yeah. And then he came and tried to kick Colt. Well, he came back for an emotional hug and then yeah. tried to kick they Colt in the nuts. And they, and they were like, "All right, get out of here!" He, but it was really cool because there was this moment that I thought was really special because everybody dumps on MJF because he's the healiest heel yes. in the whole world. But there was this like beautiful moment where everybody like stood on their feet and gave mm-hmm. him just this like wash of love yeah fully just clapping nobody was being assholes nope. 
And it's like this weird little moment where you're like, it's right in the line because we all know MJF's a piece of shit. Yes. But there's this beautiful moment of like, we appreciate the time that you were at AEW. Yes. Go forth. It was wonderful. Yeah. So that um, was night one, uh, Colt Cabana. Also uh, in the crowd. I mean, this was like a star-filled show. Meltzer was there. Night two. Night two. Aubrey Edwards in the front row, just as a fan. AEW. That was Thursday night. Official. Who she... refereed the main event, the first ever AEW world title match and she's just chilling in the front row and you know what she did and she told us this on, on the uh, the live podcast and we talked to her also at the show she loves watching the referees yeah. and she's and I she mean, trains her own referees we yeah. met Travis who's yes. such a sweetheart and it was so amazing hearing her go oh because she loved all the referees she especially loved Nate Speckman which is fantastic that's our boy buddy of the show and she's like oh his slides were great. His smooth. He had a smooth cow. It opened up a whole world no of idea. thinking about referees for the rest of the weekend. I had a moment where I was watching, I don't remember which show, I think it was All Out, and I was just like, oh my God, these people's lives are in the ref's hands. Like, it's all yeah. fun and games until somebody's like... I think when like, we were watching the, the ladder match uh, at AEW, yeah. you, you go, I'm watching, you were like watching uh, Bryce and Rick Knox, and you're like... These their lives are in their hands. Yeah, it like blew my mind because I'm like the yeah. And Aubrey made a really fun point on our live show where she said that she had a background in dance and a lot of yes. classical ballet is being a backdrop for the main couple people and to not be seen until you need to be seen. She's like, that's exactly what roughing yeah. is. You can't be seen until you're seen. You stay out of the way, and then when they need you, you're right there. There you go. Uh, so we did night one of the uh, Jim Lina Memorial Tournament. Came home, went right to bed, yep. woke up. Almost died with, by that semi. Almost died. Uh, <laughs> I was hungry. It made me not hungry. Yeah. You, <laughs> that's a fun diet. <laughs> it, cured my, it cured my hunger. Um, went home, woke up. And Friday morning. So we're it. getting back into chronological order. Oh, guess what Sarah had for the first time ever on Friday morning? A bite of a Burger King taco. Yeah. What'd you think? <sighs> I would have made some edits. What would you, you didn't like the meat? Get rid of the lettuce. Yeah. Put Taco Bell meat in there. I don't want this bean meat paste. But if you get Taco Bell meat, then it's just a Taco Bell No, taco. because the the crust is different. You like that the shell. shell, though, right? Yeah. Pretty the shell was the, was the star of the show. You know, sometimes they say the sauce is the boss, but when it comes to that taco. Yeah, the tortilla is the filia. The tea, yeah. The, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, we picked up Jimmy Lee. Yeah. That was the day that we took our friend Maria, yes. who was in town. And I, what I really like is that Maria had one day of StarCast and was like, cool, that's yeah. enough StarCast for me. And I was like, girl, understood. Sure. It is a crazy kind of nonstop day. You meet people, you talk to people, you meet people, you talk to people, you get really hungry. Yes. You get a little bit of food. It's all like... And that was the day where you pieced out to do... Colt's live show, Art of Wrestling. Yes. I hung out at the table for a little while. My favorite thing to do at the StarCast table was to find somebody adorable mm -hmm. and to tell them about my... Now, I've mentioned David Todd Trost. I mentioned Eric's Comics. Yes. My favorite booth... Yes. ...was the joint booth, uh, Flighty and Baru. They had... Okay, so they're these two wonderful women. They have the cutest table in the world, and I first saw them at WrestleCon... Because Colt was like, you need to go to this table and look at it right now. Yeah. So I'll tell you in two. We've got Baru, a.k.a. Valerie, at Valcano on Twitter. She does Daryl apparel. She makes clothing for size medium and large Daryls, which are the two official sized yes. um, special Daryls from Japan. That is the little black and white cat that we all know. 
Um, so Etsy.com slash shop slash Daryl Apparel. She also does custom cosplay. She had a Mox costume that was to die for. <laughs> uh, custom wrestling gear. And you can either DM her on Twitter or Instagram or Etsy in her shop for custom orders. She's sharing a table with Flighty at Flighty Buttless, B-U-T-T-L-A-S-S on Twitter. Uh, she does acrylic phone charms of all your favorite wrestlers, especially New Japan. I bought... Uh, Kyrie Sane and an evil for various gifts. Yes. Um, enamel pins, stickers, and then felt plush dolls. And you can't walk by that booth and not be yeah. like, they had um, Joey Janela tie dye tank tops that were like bad boy white claw design, like just the coolest booth in the world. So yeah. while you were gone, I just kept sending people. There were like certain people who would be like, you know, I'm just going to walk you over there. Yeah. And I happened to walk somebody over there at the moment that Effie showed up and Effie got to see the custom, his jacket made for Daryl and he signed it. And it, it was just like, oh, magic. It was very cool. Also, it about Ben Talks Wrestling. Oh, my God. Ben Talks Wrestling was the sweetest. So Ben comes right ben. up like, like I got I got to tell you what's going on. And he just like shared some of the best wrestling stories and just like immediate friendship to like I was just yelling for him every time I saw him across the room. There you go. And he would always just like kind of politely come over where I'd be like, Ben. So after uh, I did the live art of wrestling. I had to scrumble downstairs. scrumble downstairs, and then you and I had to put on our very own live show. So we had a lot of plates in the air for this one yes. because we've never had multiple guests in this way. Correct. Where we had four planned, but then day of yesterday or the day before, Thursday or Friday, you talked the wrestling tattoo fellas into coming up and yes. lady to uh, give you a live tattoo during the show. So we kind of like rapidly spaced it out. I think we had a killer running order. I actually think that was well, the most fun show we've ever done. Before we even get started. Uh, yeah, what did you do? With WrestleCon, I'm not WrestleCon, with, with uh, StarCast, sometimes these live events, people are coming from to and from a lot of stuff. Yes. Uh, sometimes you just go to a pavilion show yeah. just to sit down for a while. We, like You might not even know what's in there, and you just need to be like not looking at another human yeah. that might talk to you. We did start on time. Uh, which, you know, usually with shows, it's like, well, we'll wait about 15 minutes. But everything at StarCast was like, no, it starts on time. Yeah. So before uh, our 4 o'clock bell time, we had some time to kill, and everybody was kind of hanging. It was like such a friendly crowd that Eddie Kingston just went on stage. Did you tell him to go on stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, go, you can go up there and just – because he was already talking to people anyway. The f most fun thing about Eddie Kingston is – there's like fun guy Eddie who yes. will just like take a mic and get on stage. And then there's like murder Eddie. And you see Listen, one or the other, like you're at AW and it's murder Eddie. But you're about, at our show. He was about to wrestle three matches that night <laughs> and just leave it all in the ring. But before then, he decided to do a tight 15, Dude, warm up the crowd. He was making fun of you being a stand up comedian <laughs> by being like, hey, grape nuts. It's neither a grape nor a nut. Eh, what's the deal? So fun. He was. Uh, he was uh, our second guest on the show. First guest. But he was our pre-show also. He, but he was, was our, our doormatch, if you also. will. Uh, we had Aubrey Edwards on. And again. You, she was our first guest. Great guest. Hearing all sorts of interesting things. What's her uh, nail polish or choice for a ref, if you're roughing? Sally Hansen Extreme Wear, which is only like 3 or $4. <laughs> she goes, they don't come in every color. But you can usually like get it. Because it is hard to have nail polish. It doesn't yes. chip immediately off. Yes. We bonded over cats and the yes. cat soundtrack. 
uh, lots of rough questions. Mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly what it was that she and I just lined right the fuck up on. You sang some dumb song from Cats. Yeah, and she was like, she knew it. So weird. It was so funny because when she and I first started talking on Twitter, it was like, oh, we're friends. And Mm -hmm. then when I saw her at AAW, I was like, oh, we're friends again. And then like, just every time I interact with her, uh, it's just so much fun. Just a passionate, hard worker. And it's so funny because... We were talking about this. When she's in the ring, yeah. she's all business. Yeah. Like, you don't see her crack a smile. When she's out of the ring, Dude, it's, she's like Smiley Bears USA. Seeing her at the AAW show and on our show, I'm just like, oh, you're the silliest. And then the next night- You see her in the ring, just like out, holding that title up. Like She looks like if you like got too close to the ring, she'd be like- just look at you like don't even think about it. You'd be like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. It. It's like such a fun. Like uh, the switch gets turned on. Oh, my God. I love it. I, I love, love stuff it's like so that. so good. So good. So awesome. Uh, yeah. Classical definitely. dance background. I tell you what. These people who study dance. Yes. It's not just about the body movements. Like the face. It's like everything. And yeah. she's just got it down. Like, it was fantastic. She's a pro in the biz. Um, after Aubrey was our guest, we then brought up the aforementioned. Uh, Eddie Kingston Eddie again. Kingston. Eddie. Also, though, in the meantime, uh, <laughs> there was our buddy Jared, who I had seen walking around a couple of times, and I talked to him a little bit, and the whole time I was talking to him, I was like, this guy looks like tall Davey Vega. And Davey Vega happened to be one half of the besties in the world. They're the AW tag they champs. They are. Now. They weren't at the moment. Uh sitting in the back of the room and I was like, oh my God, I can make this happen and just orchestrated the two of them to stand up and go next to each other. You can check out Instagram at Marty Sarabon. Yeah. A picture of Davey and Jared yeah. and both of them told me it was the honor of a lifetime to get to stand next to one of each other. Listen, one of another. here's all I'm saying. Eddie Kingston came to our show. He went to the finals of the Jim Lennon Memorial Tournament. Yep. Ace Romero, who had a wonderful time. He was such a... He was so nice about liking our show and said it was so fun. Yeah. Uh, he he got, had two of the best matches he got to both the, nights. Yeah, he got to the quarterfinals. Uh, and the best in the world, they win the tag team titles back. I mean... Are good, we the Helens are, of... Good things happen. You know what I mean? Good things happen to nice folks that come to our shows. So then we had... Uh, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston on. Patty. Dude. Eddie is so funny. So funny. So hilarious. So effortlessly funny. Acts and he, he doesn't really want to be there, but really likes to be there. Yes, he likes to toast my nuts, which is fine. Which is fine. I, I deal with it. Because I knew his nuts were about to be toasted because Patty came on. Mm-hmm. And Patty Our buddy. Uh, gave him the most erotical, fan fictional uh, just It's very fun to. to read smut directly to a hard ass. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it? You think that's what Patty felt? That's how Patty felt. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. told me it was so funny watching him just like squirm a little bit. And there were one or two lines that really got him. Yeah. What yeah. was that one line? Uh, let's get bonkers and yonkers. Yeah, let's get bonkers and yonkers. And I was being real sneaky because the night before I was walking him down to do a promo, and yeah. I was like, "Where? Uh, where do you tell people you're from? The Bronx, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." But then I went to Yonkers, and I was like, "Okay, noted." Nice. Uh, and then after Eddie. Uh, we had uh, MJF's dads. So MJF took our fight TV stream. Yeah. So the reason that you all couldn't see it was because MJF insisted yes. that his show had to be live streamed. So uh, which and I, don't, I you know I don't want to ruffle any feathers, but I, I heard our show was wonderful, <laughs> and I heard his show was at four o'clock. Well, okay, we don't have to say anything either way. Just right. that his father's 
came to our show yeah, and not his. which is weird. And what's also interesting is uh, Marco Stunt was on his show, but yeah. I distinctly remember Marco Stunt's parents being, being in the second show. row at our show. That's really weird. It's so weird. Parents love us. I guess we're us. for the parents, but we're you'll, a mom also and pop hear, show. you'll also hear that we're for the kids. Uh, we had both of them on. Could not have been funnier. You oh, would- my God. The, these two, I, I'm telling you, Stephen Friedman don't sleep on him. No. He's the next big star no. in wrestling. I think AEW needs to get him on television. I, I, you know, you can't, you can never be certain about anything in pro wrestling. I'm pretty certain that he'll be MJF's manager in about a year. He and Colt had like <laughs> the most insane patter bing of like bong, bing bong. Yeah, it was like it was we didn't have to do anything. And Stephen Friedman gets out his phone and just has a list oh, yeah. from compiled from the whole family of like shit that mjf legitimately did you know, as a child I that had, prove he's a shit i had in my head a certain idea of how it'll go but then i talked to him that morning and he takes his phone out and he brings out this list and i'm like we're just gonna go yep and for every story he had cult had something awesome to retort it was it was fantastic there were like some beautiful lines landed yes. about uh mjf's dear sweet mother which yes. is implied that cult, cult making love to her to impregnate her with mjf <laughs> And then Stephen Friedman just raised him as, as if he were his son. As if he were. Yeah, it's it's a very beautiful Canaan. I felt so, it was so proud fun. of both these dads, both these guys, uh, both these guys indeed. We The crowd sang our theme song. Yes. Because the, the sound system just wasn't going to play any of our And it music. was another uh, situation like last year where the show starts with like the small but mighty mm-hmm. people who like scheduled their day around coming, yes. which is so sweet. And whenever, we appreciate it so much. Whenever somebody would come to our table and go, I'll be at the show, we would go, we got one. Great. Got That's two. five people. We've got eight. We've got 10. And at the end, man, it was jam packed. It was so fun that people just kept kind of drifting in. Yeah. And I don't know if people were like saying like, hey, come over here. Like, I don't know how it worked, but it was magic from yes. my end uh the wrestling tattoo guys came on stage and gave you an nwr logo tattoo on your ankle you dumb idiot <laughs> excuse me sarah uh first oh. of all i don't know why that would be part of your dumb idiot he's got some pretty i don't know if you've seen some of his tattoos there's some pretty questionable ones on nathan there. from nathan's wrestling hey everybody review. it's me nathan from nathan's wrestling review do you have any tattoos uh no uh no I, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, and if anybody messed it up, it would haunt me for life. So, no, I don't have any tattoos. Marty, do you feel that anyone messed up your tattoos? I mean, every once in a while, I'll, I'll look and I'll go, oh, that doesn't connect. But, you, you know, you just you just let it happen. Yeah. Uh, not on my body. Anyway, uh, thanks, Bart, for getting the, my, my logo tattoo out there. And, uh He calls me Mark. That's all good. Then tell what you call me. I, Nathan Boobs. I call him the Nate Dog sometimes. That's oh. right, Nate Dog. Uh, Lil Funker was calling you Nathan Boobs and not in, not uh, calling in, you a journal tits. Not interested in his, first of all, his parents need to really step back and go, well, what is going on with this kid that he's using language like that when he's still in school? Uh, <laughs> you know? No, but he's like, his persona is the Lil Funker, like oh, Terry Funk. Oh, yeah, Lil Funker. Uh, could still maybe uh, take a few lessons from uh, uh, a you know etiquette book, maybe. Okay. There's just slides you don't cross. This is being disrespectful to be Nathan boobs. But I tell you what, I love seeing everybody at Starcast at at All Out. I shook hands. I signed auto- I signed autographs. Who felt felt good? Who asked felt for autograph good. from you? What's that? Who asked for an autograph from you? Just a lot of people in general. I don't like, really remember like, names. Rem- like one, like describe one of the people. Uh, he had a an AEW shirt on. 
And then one guy was like, "Oh man, I love your newsletter. I I would I'd rather just give you the money, but I give it to Marty and Sarah at Patreon." Everyone was complaining that uh, when you shook hands with them, that your hands were moist. Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? It was it, I it was uh, warm in there. They could maybe kicked up the AC a couple notches. All right, bud. We really got a lot uh, to cover. Now, wait, here. I heard that uh, Nathan, you were going to have a Patreon exclusive show where maybe some of your interviews. Yes, because uh, I don't have, have time today. I have. I have a... Who's your favorite interview? What's that? Who's your favorite interview from the weekend? I mean, I, 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 I mean, I chopped it up with Sean Rossap from Fightful dot com. Uh, I'm, really, I'm really hoping everybody from the Observer hears that one and thinks, "Uh oh, is this guy jumping ship on us?" Hey, uh, I got a scoop for you. Yeah. I uh, went over and talked to Dave Meltzer during night two yeah, of the gym yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. I, I said hi to him, yeah. Yeah, I went over and a uh, match had just ended, and I was like, man, that was a hell of a match, right? And Dave goes, yeah, but how was your show earlier today? Uh, he cared about our show, Nathan. Uh, okay, it doesn't really help me at all. You were on that show. You stopped in. Well, I mean, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell Dave, thank you very much for that. We really appreciate it. I thought you could tell him because you talked Here's to him the more deal. than me. I'm going to p- pitch my show real quick, and then I'll, you guys can get back to whatever. Okay. Sorry to be to cut you off, but uh, time is money. Anyway, uh, yeah, money. I'm going to do my StarCast at AEW weekend. Maybe get the Gerbs back in action, get the team back together, the A-team. Get the A-team back together and uh, just you know, really just give you guys the, the content you deserve. Okay. All right, Nate Dog. I'll be talking to you later. Mart, take it easy. <laughs> Sarah, good to see you too. Okay, Peace bye. out, everybody. He's get his ego's getting too big. You shouldn't yeah. have gotten that tattoo. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> it's on my body forever. <laughs> Look, it's like the size of hey, a quarter. It was really nice of you to one, let me draw it, and two, yeah. let me draw it three times at progressively smaller sizes. Yeah, I go. I go. Let's go a little small. <laughs> Go a little smaller. It can looks we, great. I can we get it the size of an, a large M M&M? and M? I think it looks great. I would say it's the size of a what a quarter nickel, a quarter? peanut M M&M. and M. Get out of here! It is it's the not size that of a little. long peanut M and M. Now, Sarah, after our show, we had to get in the car. Friday. Oh my God! This was such a crazy weekend. Fly back to the Logan Square. Not fly back. Drive, drive back. Drove so back the, at a reasonable pace. So who we, was I telling that I want to get? Oh man! First of all. This is real quick, and then we'll get back to everything. Yes. Because uh, I don't want to forget this, because I don't have it in the notes. Uh, somehow, someway, Colt got a Ribera jacket <laughs> and made me close my eyes. Here's the deal. The closing the eyes thing. I'm going to break kayfabe just a little bit here. Okay. okay. I was doing this fun thing called Nathan Handshakes, where I would have people uh, put out their hand, and I had a real sweaty... Uh, ice coffee. Ice coffee. And I would put my hand on it and get my hand nice and cold and wet. And then I would shake their hand. And you and tell I would, people to close their eyes before yes, you do and it. and I would do my Nathan impression. And I'd yeah, like, which is honestly kind of mean to Nathan. Yeah, and I would be like, hey, thanks for listening to my, my, my news report. Yeah. And then people would go, ugh. It was fun. So you thought Colt was going to do something shitty to you because he said close your no, eyes. No, 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 no. But it was just the theme of the weekend. And he goes, close your eyes. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you exactly what I thought. Not shitty at all. So I close my eyes and he goes, put your arms out. And I put my arms out. You think he was going to hug you? No. I heard I heard buttons unbuttoning. And I'm like, he got me a title. Because, you know, the buttons, not everybody uses <laughs> Velcro like those maniacs in WWE. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, he got me a title. Then I'm thinking, like, what title did he get me? Have I ever said anything around him mm-hmm. or whatever? 
And then I felt it on my arm, and I'm like, it's a jacket. I Oh, I know exactly what this is. And it's a beautiful it color. It is the most beautiful. Like uh, light blue. Yeah, like baby blue. Baby blue? Yeah. Teal? Teal. Almost. A yeah, Ribera jacket. Like a mix. I don't, look, I don't know the deal. I don't. Need, it's unbelievable. Yeah, you were walking around. Oh, so like I told Mikey Mr. Glenn. Mr. Hot Shit. I told Mikey that if he wanted to book me for uh, Black Label Pro, he would have to fly me now. To Because my rate went up yep. to... The Gary Airport, and then drive me to Crown Point. Indi- no, the Indy Airport. He thought it'd be funny to fly me to the Indi- Indianapolis and then Airport, you drive- and then drive <laughs> me three more hours. It, look, I'm all for it. Whatever. Yeah. Either way, uh, I now have a Ribera jacket, and my indie booking prices are going skyrocket, sky high. Yeah. People are like, "You gonna wear it to this or to that?" I'm so scared that something might happen to this jacket. Like, part of me was like, "I'm gonna." You wear You should this. wear it to a Longhorn Steakhouse. I yeah, and I'm definitely not gonna wear it to a Longhorn Steakhouse. But I'm anyway, get taken. After AAW, the night kept going. I had to go to the Beat Kitchen here in Chicago to do a live We Watch wait, Wrestling wait, wait, with wait, Matt Wait, 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 wait. Let's not blast through AAW Night 2. Let's make sure we hit all the uh, okay. talking points because yes. uh, the walking weapon, Josh Alexander, wins the Jim Lennon Memorial champ, Tournament. Which is amazing because he was supposed to be in the inaugural Jim Lennon Memorial Tournament and a bunch of stuff happened. Yes. Got popped, couldn't come to the Banned U.S. for a from while. The US. And uh, just like super meaningful that he got to come back. And uh, yeah, he, he was a real actual soldier. Yes. Um, but then there were so many people. Jake Atlas made his uh, AEW debut Willie Mack both and nights. Jake Atlas both made their debuts. They were both, both awesome. tore it up. So uh, good. Really amazing. My favorite thing to do was uh, I got a little bit of scoop from Meltzer about who he liked. Yeah. And then I'd just <laughs> immediately go tell that person because I was like, you, you gotta spread yeah. the love. And so I went right up to Jake Atlas and I was like, I didn't see your match tonight, but Dave Meltzer thinks you should be the next big thing in pro wrestling. And then he said it on The Observer I anyway. Love it. But you know, it feels good to, Paco, to get in on people's... Paco got to have an awesome match in front of Big Dave. Dude, it was uh, Paco and Jake Atlas. No, yeah, no, no, that was night one. What Paco was night two? and uh, AC Romero. Oh, and so that was good. so fun. I posted on my Twitter a picture that Dr. Keith took of me talking to Ace Romero, and I don't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. Did you see that outside? picture? We were outside in the back. So cool. I did this weird, like, kissy face, and also my hands real tense, and I don't know what was going on. Yeah, and, and uh, too many people to name, but a lot of people got to work AEW, uh, either backstage, mm-hmm. in the ring, taking photos. I mean, just awesome stuff. It was a weekend where you really get to meet people who have the same interests as you. There were so many people who said, like, I've met people that I'm going to be friends with my whole life just as a result of we're all in the same area. And I thought that was really cool. Absolutely love it. Um, So you went to the Beat Kitchen yes. after the AAW show for We Watch Wrestling. What yes. were some highlights? Uh, Just a super fun, chill show. Just chatting, wrestling. I loved it. Um, Those guys are so fun and nice. And every time they pop up somewhere, it's just like, yeah. hey. Um, they were hanging out with Chris yes. from Scotland. Chris from Scotland. Who's just like the Tasmanian devil of wrestling fans. He and has autographs tattooed all up and down his arms. He had me draw a wrestling heart on his neck that he wants to get tattooed. And he, while I was drawing it, which was, it's hard to draw on the side of somebody's neck. Yeah. Uh, he just goes, have you ever tattooed on a drunk Scotland Scotsman before? And yeah. I was like, I haven't. This the bee is kitchen, amazing. He was telling me that the bee kitchen wasn't going to let him in because he was so drunk. And he's just like, I'm Scottish. This is just how we are. Like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm Scottish. This is how we are. Also at the, uh, at the, uh, 
AAW show, uh, Mike from Virtual Pros gave me an Okada shirt that they oh, made. Put I out. love it. Super happy about that, too. I got some strong T-shirts this weekend. Um, so then you so went to I the Black left- Label Pro Game Changer Wrestling two-cup-stuffed show <sighs> Holy shit. in Hoffman Estates. So I left an intermission of AAW, which I was yeah. disappointed to have to do because I was really into the tournament, but... Um, Hopped in the car with Martin from Wrestling Unicorn. Yes. Did I say that right? Wrestling with Unicorns. With Unicorns. I was like, the Wrestling Unicorns. Wrestling with Unicorns. World's nicest guy. We had such a fun car ride. Uh, No semis tried to blast us. That's good. uh, Yeah, this arena in Hoffman Estates was insane. Half of it was a soccer field indoors. Highest ceilings in the world. Giant indoor soccer dome. Um. One of those places where there are just always children balloons in the ceiling. Yes. And that's very eerie at like 11 o'clock at night for some reason to me, where like Mm -hmm. I just kept looking at them and being like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, Super fun setup because it was these two shows coming together. So the first thing that we had to do was uh, the there was no running list running order. Yeah. Kevin Gill, shout out, such a pro, brought just had his note cards that he had written. And he photographed them all. And then we were photographing each other's phones to like, yeah, have, I mean. it was so funny. And we just did a quick chat to be like, who's going to commentate what we're going to do this and try to like even it up. And man, oh man, I felt like I was just the luckiest girl in town uh, because I got to call Ethan Page versus Homicide, Orange Cassidy versus Gangrel and um, Gary J versus the Warhorse. There you go. Which was just like, all just in my wheelhouse of people that I've called before or for the first time and just like it was so much fun and then when I wasn't calling I was on gently moving drunk people to the side duty you noticed that when things were getting a little wild people were going up to you like you doing okay yeah yeah yeah. people came up and patted me on the shoulder um G Raver got very sincerely injured um and you know me I'm always like what's the positives here are the positives yes uh the locker room sprung the fuck into action. These wrestlers, they know when it's a high stakes scenario. And I saw like filthy Tom Lawler running around helping. Somebody got him a towel. He was pressing it up against his arm. And then a crew of people went over to the hospital. And this is the time to shout out Tyler Edwards. Yes. Black label pros own a super fan of Kylie Ray, the sweetest boy in town. And I've always all day buying weapons. Wasn't able to come to our show because he was buying, he was buying weapons for the show and uh, him and like Nancy Perez, there's this type of person. Scrump is also like this where you just ask him to do something and they do it and they do it better than you expected. And he spent all night with G Raver in the hospital to make sure that he was okay to be there. And, Somebody that I was talking to was like, I don't know if you've ever spent a night in the hospital alone, but it is a bummer. And so, like, that was just the biggest weekend of the year or of the summer, at least. Mm -hmm. And he's spending his time doing everything for wrestling and then continuing to do everything for wrestling. And uh, that's the way to do it. If you want to get into wrestling, look at what Tyler Edwards is doing and do that. That is the right way to do it. And uh, as far as we know, uh, G Raver needs to have surgery. The outlook is good Mm -hmm. um, that he will be able to make a full recovery after some time. His GoFundMe already hit the first goal and is now um, hedging toward the stretch goal. Let's get more. Lots of people are like, you know, I I think uh, Black Label Pro and GCW are auctioning off like a signed Mm -hmm. thing from the show. 
just keep donating yep. keep sharing that around we'll tweet it out and everyone's this is the thing like it sucks that you hear about this stuff when someone gets injured but he's such a badass dude that everyone was like dude he's the nicest but you can only say it like yes when they're in need so cherish it there you go also uh also he said he would spit in jim Cornette's yeah, mouth yeah it's gonna get wild with uh these Dude, gcw boys when jim, they Cornette, jim Cornette like made some comment on twitter yeah. and i know we don't normally like yeah. get too much into the weeds but like basically like oh you should have like watched him bleed out no yeah. dude like nah. that's not let's not do that uh now sarah we've been mentioning just a million wrestling matches that went down this weekend and if only there was an app that could let you rate these matches. Oh, oh wait a second. There is. And a big shout out to our buddies at the Grapple app, available for free on the App Store and Google Play. It's an app which lets you rate the matches you watch, and it creates an average based on the ratings from all the users. So you can find the best matches from over 17 promotions around the world. One of the best things about Grapple is being able to see what match ratings other fans are giving while you're watching the event live. If you're watching SummerSlam, NXT TakeOver, or something like when the G1 went down, you download the app and get your ratings in and see what people think about the matches as soon as they're finished. You could set your filters by year, month, promotion, or event to find the best matches. Create your own watch list and follow your friends or people whose views you are interested in. If you're thinking about watching wrestling, what you need to do is get the Grapple app to cherry pick the best matches from a gigantic wrestling weekend like we just had. You can go download Grapple right now for free. Just search Grapple. That's G-R-A-P-P-L. No E at the end on the App Store or Google Play for more updates. And follow at Grapple app on Twitter. Rate the match with just a tap. You can get the Grapple app. Ba-dum-bum. Download now, today. Now, Sarah. Yeah, that was free. I don't uh, charge for the jingles. They don't charge for the jingles. So... Saturday, this is where shit gets real fun. So, oh yeah, so I drove home at three in the morning. Yes, after the GCW Black Label show, mm-hmm. two cups stuffed. Um, uh, there was a guy running out of a gas station trying to flag cars down, <laughs> yeah. and I got scared. You don't have to worry. I had about a lot that. of scary car times. You don't have to worry about that. Now, listen, Saturday is where things just got a little more fun. Jimmy Lee still soldiering on by coming. Jimmy to- Lee, who has no reason to come, he didn't need to. Not there's no reason, but he did, he didn't have to come. He said, "I'm coming." He said, "This is his vacation." And not only does he show up. But the whole Allen Club shows up Boom. and just makes StarCast and All Out their bitch. Uh, we've got Wes and Ashley, the yes. parents, the kids, Cash and Roxy. You know uh, Cash is very similar looking to yes. the little Funker. You've heard about Cash. He speaks for the teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were finding out a lot of info Scrump about the teens. Scrump is sad that he's no longer your teen contact. No. He's too old. You're too old. <laughs> Cash is that what the teens are in? Dude, Cash is going to be so bummed when he's 30. Now, some of you might be going, well, who's Roxy? I'm sure I don't know her. Uh, you do. You do. Roxy She's is now uh, a, a viral video sensation. You might have seen her and Ashley getting ready for the uh, Jurassic Express to mm-hmm. make their entrance into the what Sears Center. Name. And that cup shaking. Listen, bing, 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 bing. There's a video that Wes took of them. It's Wes Allen's pinned tweet. You just see Roxy being like, well, what's going on here? And then the realization that, oh, shit. It's really Jungle Boy. It's really Jungle Boy. Who Who she she said earlier in the day, I think I might have a little bit of a crush on him. I think she might. Uh, You see her just absolutely come to life, lose her mind. She sits up. Her mouth and eyes are the same, like, O shape. Just like, oh. 
It was so awesome. Everybody tweeted it. Everybody retweeted it. So uh, many. Everybody involved. Uh, Jungle Boy retweeted it. Jungle Boy retweeted it. Luchasaurus retweeted it. And I'm going to break a little uh, I'm going to break a little This story is a Marty right and here. Sarah exclusive. Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling excuse, exclusive. Uh, Jungle Boy DM'd Wes and was like, hey, man, that was awesome. I love that. I used to be like that when my dad would bring me to shows. And I think it's amazing that someone else has got to share that moment. And Holy shit, that's so awesome. Uh, such a sweetheart. But here's what you don't know about Roxy. Yeah. Already a star before this viral video. Oh, my God. So she sits down at the table. This was fun because it's day three of StarCast. You and I are getting a little tired. Yes. Uh, there are less people because they're kind of saving up to their energy mm-hmm. for the big show. And uh, not the big show, all out. Um, Roxy and Cash kind of took over the table. And then I was given Roxy... Uh, drawing supplies and that's always a way that i would connect with people is like oh give me something to draw yes so she started writing her name and then we were joking about her selling autographs and then at some point the joke became a reality i went over to uh the high spots table and i had and first of all big shout out to everybody at high spots yeah uh, jimmy lee and the man scout are like kindred spirits we forgot to mention how much fun we had doing egos amigos oh my god we did egos amigos it's gonna come out and soon soon uh, but we don't know exactly, we don't know exactly when. when it was so fun we tell our we did origin that at like story in the morning on yeah. uh friday or saturday I don't know. Friday. Friday morning. We did it Friday morning, and we tell our origin story about falling in love to Ethan Page, (laughs) who's been a longtime listener of the podcast. And you'll see a picture of my butt. Yeah, so please uh, don't sleep on the best 9-9 in the biz. There you go. Um, Worth it just... So I go over there, and I gave Seth a buck, and I gave Jake a buck, and I forgot who else, and... Well, they of their own accord oh. heard that Roxy was selling autographs, that, and they uh, said, "Yeah." And they said, "Marty, could we borrow some one dollar bills?" Well, I was paying for stuff, so I to gave, try to buy. Yeah, I gave each of them bucks, so they had a lot of bucks. Good saves. They had a lot of bucks on them, and then they all just organically started coming over to our. Well, table. so they come over by a couple, and she's like starting to yeah. make these. Like, oh shit, I better. Also, Roxy found seventeen dollars on the ground. Yeah, outside. right when I saw them outside. So if you were missing seventeen dollars and you were sore about it, the sweetest girl in the biz went got it because she went right person. over to Flighty's table yeah. and bought an Oscar felt doll with yes. her money immediately. So yes. put it right back into the biz. So. These, you know, very wonderful people are coming over buying these autographs. And then all of a sudden, um, Allison Kay comes over, yeah. who Roxy swore that she saw at old wrestling. Yeah. And Allison was like, that must have been my great great grandma because yeah. I wasn't there. Yeah. And she buys an autograph. And then Scarlet all of a sudden, Bordeaux and Killer Cross come out. Who by. are, hey. hands down, hey. the like two of the most attractive people in any room. Yes. And then they start bantering with each other and being silly. And it's like, they. They light up a room they when they're bits. together. They got bits. Also, he made his debut at AAW uh, by attacking the besties in the world. <laughs> and he, my favorite line of the weekend, he says, I'm going to hand this microphone over to Scarlett. And if anybody boos her, I'm going to lock every door in this place and kill all you motherfuckers. <laughs> Systematically. Systematically kill you motherfuckers. Dude, Loved it. Uh, so yeah, scary. They, they but also some, like uh, some, big some fans energy. of Roxy. Yes. And so they are you know, getting these autographs and we're like, this is the, the, the top of the mountain. What a day. Yeah. We're packing up, cleaning up the table. Well, and I, I kept, as this was happening, I kept noticing off to the side that a certain WWE Hall of Famer. <laughs> Was looking over who you like, bought a print of? Yes, not Hulk, was, not Hulk Hogan. Was looking over, going, "What is going on over there?" 
So finally, as we're kind of getting ready to pack up stuff, Sergeant Slaughter walks over. Who's like a dillion feet tall. Yes. And asks Roxy, can goes, I have... No, no, no. He goes, are you Roxy? Are you Roxy? She goes, yeah. <laughs> he goes, heard you're selling autographs. Could I get one? And she goes, yeah. And she hands him one. And he goes, how much are they? And she goes, a dollar. He gives her a five and he goes, keep the change, soldier. Yep. And walks away. Amazing. There's a, a beautiful picture. I think I also posted it on our Instagram or yeah. somebody posted it where Wes's face yeah. in the background <laughs> is just hollow. Like he listen, cannot believe this is happening. Listen, we were talking about this too. If you're a promoter, if you're running shows, feel free to take our, take this idea kids gimmick tables have them do signings have you them sell make merch kids feel like a million bucks you set up these tables and for you know kids. what secret trick it also makes every adult feel like a million bucks dude i'm telling you people were like what's going on over there and just like buying these out autographs money. yeah i don't even remember i mean like so many people were there buying stuff it was so cool uh, uh one katie of my fabe, favorite katie fabe a VIP buddy. She was at every freaking thing we did. Yes. Shout out to Katie Fabe. Shout out to Nigel and Brianna. Like just, mm -hmm. I'm so fun to see people. Jerry Lee Legend. Jerry the Lee DDPs. Legend. The DDPs. The, the son and daughter of DDP. If you remember the, um, the wrestling, wrestling confession, confession where these kids said that they were DDP's kids. They and were. And you know what? The guy looked like DDP. Dude. Looked like DDP could have been his dad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was just really sweet. Uh, the people that you see who make a point to come up and say yeah. hi every time they're in the vicinity. And I had some uh, uh, hope for the day free swag. Sip of hope. Sip of hope. Well, hope for the day is the is the main company. Mm -hmm. uh, Sip of hope, Sip of hope, is, hope is, the is the local coffee, coffee shop. shop. Uh, it's a great organization. Helps fight uh, suicide prevention, mental illness awareness, and stuff like that. Uh, it helps with suicide yep. prevention. Yes. He said it helps fight suicide prevention. Oh, that's not the way I wanted to say with that. suicide prevention, yes. my dear sweet love. Yes, Sarah. Thank you for co for covering that one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hope for the day. They Head gave over us there. these um, bands. Yes, and, it's okay to not be okay. And it was so great to see multiple people who had maybe never heard of us or the podcast having their eye drawn yep. to that and okay, then just being like, okay. can I take one of these? Like, okay. yes, for sure. And we have plenty more. So if you're interested in that, uh, email us, uh, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling at gmail.com which we realize this weekend is a long email yeah i know yeah mslw at gmail i should have got i was probably taken marty Sarapod. fuck can i edit our email address you know what we could do is uh a new one get a new one forwarded. and have it forward we'll That's... talk about this offline let's yeah, take this offline someone might know well, who's gonna take it like, <laughs> hold it <laughs> hostage hold it don't fucking hold our hostage our shit hostage all right um anyway <laughs> this has been a psa for marty de rosa uh then it was time for all out yes so we had uh this was i think my lowest point of the weekend was um that moment when we got to all out and we still hadn't distributed we had some tickets that we yeah. needed to get to people to get them into the show and we went to the pre-party and i just was like i can't I can't be around the music and yeah. the people and the crowds. Like I felt like I was in everybody's way no matter what I did. Mm -hmm. And I was like, maybe we could just go stand by that nice flagpole for a long time. Which we did. We <laughs> went to the, by, stand by the flagpole by the box office. Um, Met up with, miraculously, like all the people we needed to find just showed out. up in a group. It all worked out just great. Uh, we went in. We got a little... Uh, 
little VIP treatment. Mm-hmm. We were in a box, which oh, was wonderful. Two boxes away from my dear friend, Dave Meltzer, who yeah. every time I saw him, gave me a big hug and asked me something <sighs> about my weekend. That's and that cool, was really sweet. Because he just walked sweet. right by me and didn't recognize me. But you have all this hair. Oh, He's yeah, never yeah, seen you it. with all this hair. Yeah, that's it. Was I not with you? No. That would have helped. Yeah, it probably would have. <laughs> anyway, that's okay. You know what? That's okay. Dr. <laughs> Keith got to talk to him for an hour after the show. That's okay. Oh, my God. I would have. I, hey, I would have hooked you up with. You were on commentary. It's okay. Don't worry about it. I, Why didn't you come I over with me? I was busy working. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, the vibe was awesome, as always. I'm going to get Dave Meltzer to buy no. your autograph. Get out of here. <laughs> like, oh, Roxy, someone's here for your autograph. And he'll go, no, I'm, I'm here for you. <laughs> I'll get all blushed. Oh, Dave, stop. Oh, Dave. Uh, the show was awesome. I mean... We I, had such a good time. I feel like at this Hard point... Hard Cam was on um, the side opposite from us. Yes. Which meant we got to see a lot of Yeah, they switched it this time, which yeah. was wild. Last we were time, in the same seats as last year. I know, year. but last time they played to the other side. Yeah. Very interesting. It's interesting. I wonder like what the conversations were about that, but... Also, probably boring. It was super There's fun. There's probably nothing legendary, but the I crowd, still like to think about the it. The crowd was red hot, uh, constantly chanting A-E-Dub, A-E-Dub. Oh. P1 moment. P1 uh, no- moment for our dear sweet Noli. Friend of the show, Noli, thought they were saying Ladybug, Ladybug, He's like, Dad, why are they chanting Ladybug? Loved and then <laughs> Tom was like, oh, it's A-E-Dub. And then Noli goes, oh, I understand, because we're at A-E-W. Like, yes. He clicked immediately, but uh, I really like that... Now everybody knows that you can get away with chanting Ladybug, yeah. and they'll think you're saying A-E-Dub, which yeah. is, uh, that's very fun. Uh, actually, the night before, pretty interesting, uh, TNT had a Friday night special uh, for AEW. It got like over 39, uh, 390 rather, 1,000 views, which is pretty awesome. It wasn't pushed that hard. I think that's a real good sign. I think that show, when it airs on uh, Wednesdays, is going to be a pretty big deal. Yeah. And and what I really liked about the show overall because I'm such a person that's into narratives and storytelling yes. is that everything right now in my mind is set up to have things happen and not close out immediately or yeah. not be like this is the way it'll always be. Yeah. Which that could change, but in my hopeful heart, I think that they're going to do a good job with storytelling. There was some stuff that happened where we were kind of like, you know what? Let's see how they deal with it on the show. Yep. Uh, I, I loved, uh, you know, the the private party mm-hmm. and Helico Jack Evans match was such a fun thing to start off with. Everyone's Titantrons are so good. Yeah, they really are. Like, they're longer than the WWE ones. They have more than just names. They have beautiful footage, a lot of drone yeah. footage. I liked that. You know what we, th- what we thought was kind of cool about it that we mentioned? It kind of seems like... A lot of different people might have shot these. We could be totally wrong, but they all felt very unique. And if one person did them, then they're the CFO money of, of Titan Trons. Because yeah. I went on Spotify today and just scrolled through all the CFO money songs, yeah. and they've done every, like they're so good bangers. Yeah, they do. How, they know how to do it. How do you do AJ Styles and uh, Mandy Rose and Bailey? And Bailey, it's just so, so wild. good. Um, I loved that. They had that little moment where MJF picks up the uh-huh. chair and then puts it down. Like, uh-huh. what a freaking shit came. So many fun little to be continues. Uh, the lights going out in Orange Cassidy. Oh, that was one of my moments of the night because. Because. Are we going to get into it? What? Our story about. Yeah. So check why this that's out. so nice. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, this weekend was cool for a lot of different reasons. Seeing a lot of people we've known. Uh, from indie wrestling, now doing you know big shot things, whether it's in front of the camera or behind the camera. 
And when we saw uh, Best Friends and Orange in the ring together. All hugging. All hugging. In their weird Tim and Eric way where everybody has like kind of a hollow look on their face. Yeah. And Sarah was reminded of how we watched uh, Mania two years ago at the High Spots hotel room with those three and a bunch of other people and how they were all just like, well, it's not going to happen for us. And there they were was all like, just there were like jokes about, um, a lot of like self-deprecating jokes. Nicholas made more money. Nicholas was more over. Da, 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 da. Like, uh, that was Braun Strowman's little tag team yes. partner child. But it was one of those things where there was this sense of like, I'm not sure if anything's ever going to happen for us. Like, yeah. I think the WWE ship has sailed. Uh, and it was just that thing of you never know. The possibilities are endless. Like, yeah. if I would have in that moment been like, well, I don't know, fellas. Maybe mm-hmm. in a couple years there'll be a new company. And they'll go head-to-head with the WWE. And it'll be funded by a billionaire. Yeah. And then you'll be in front of millions of people. Like, that would have sounded so crazy. Yeah. But then it was like we got to live from that moment to this moment and see that, like, kind of redemption of, like, holy shit, this is, like, a better dream than the dream that they thought they had to have. Yeah. And it was just because they continued doing what they love and what they're good at and doing it their own way. And they got scooped up. And am I, am I correct? Was it on being the elite where they showed that jungle boy turned the lights off monkeying around backstage? Yeah. That was Very really cool. fun too. Cause Loved it was like it. this fun stable of like nice people. Yeah. Um, uh, I also, I got to talk to Orange Cassidy a little bit at GCW, and I wish that I had had more time to sort of like formulate my thoughts. We had like a really nice, quick little like conversation. I very proudly told him I got to call his match. Yes. But had I had more time, I would have said, hey, like, thank you again for letting me call that yeah. match um, at the Orange Cassidy is doing something Mania weekend because I really feel like that was a turning point in my You know what we sort would call of, that back in the day? Huh? That was your ladder match. That was my ladder match. Because back in the day, Sean. Uh, lost this ladder match to Razor Ramon at WrestleMania 10, but it really catapulted him. Yeah, I just felt like that was the weekend where I felt like overall people started taking me seriously as a commentator, which yes. was like very meaningful, and I don't take that lightly. There you go. You commentated the F out of AAW. Uh-huh. I just think it's very fun that we were both um, calling stuff when... Yeah. Years ago, that wouldn't have seemed like a feasible possibility, at least to me. Yeah. As we mentioned, uh, the pre-show was great. Uh, Mercedes Martinez got a huge pop coming out last. That, that was real cool. was real cool. Because also, that's another person where any locker room is lucky to have her because she's full of positivity, good advice, and like really sharp notes where it's like you never feel like... If you see her giving notes to some young upstart, you don't feel like she's doing it with any like ego or anything like that. And yeah. I was like, that's a smart get. Anyone who's smart enough to get Mercedes Martinez, hold on to her. There you go. Uh, we got to see Private Party, who were so fun to watch. So fun. So cool. The, those guys are going to really be... I think on, on a lot of people's list of like their favorites. Yeah. Um, Darby Allen versus Jimmy Havoc versus oh my Joey God. Janela in the Cracker Barrel Clash. That was freaking bonkers you know what and it's like props to cracker barrel for being so on board for this because like when you go to a cracker barrel you don't think cutting edge pro wrestling you know it's very <laughs> funny i wonder if, if like AEW will have their own little corner of oh my god barrel. i would go so nuts so if i could like, get a darby allen candle yeah it's like we got our own we got the regular merch at hot topic you know you're gonna get your lapel pins you're gonna get your t-shirts <laughs> 
but Cracker Barrel will have more Cracker Barrel-ish. Yeah, like um, you can get the Joey Janela sunglasses. Oh, you could get the, the the little peg thing at the table. Mm-hmm. And you know how it tells you like you're ignoramus? You're a stupid idiot. It'll have like, well, that or like MJF says you're a piece of garbage. Yeah. Like, if, you, if you leave three or more, or MJ, MJF's going to kill yeah. your family. <laughs> leave one, MJF still thinks you're poor and smell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, and those barrels oh, were yeah. so... Props listen, to whoever designed this. They were so satisfying. I remember... The, at at all in, they couldn't get that barrel out of the ring. They couldn't lift it. Was it. So it was so big. So it was legit the barrel from the outside. Of it was the barrel. flagship cracker yes. barrel. This time, Ooh. they fucking gimmicked up these the like fuck. beautiful plywood. Oh, they sounded great. You know what was really fun? And I, I think back about this. Jimmy Havoc acted like it was real heavy when he was pushing it down the. He did, and then Darby picks it up. Now, and I had a good 10 minutes of being scared out of my mind after yes. I famously said on this podcast, you can swallow a, tum- a thumbtack. It's probably fine. Yeah. Everyone told me about how wrong I was, how right. they can slice your esophagus and all that. Jimmy Havoc tapes his mouth shut with a bunch of thumbtacks. I yeah. thought I was going to have a heart attack. It was wild. The- it was karma for me saying, I'm sure it's fine to swallow a thumbtack. And the paper and the, oh, and the fingers. The paper slice. That, that crowd was and digging then- that match. Darby Allen did a motherfucking Simpsons video game, eat my shorts, skateboard, but doop. Yeah, with spikes on it. It was just wild. So wild. So wild. Um, they set up Riho versus Nyla, uh, Nyla for the uh, women's title. Yeah. It's going to be very cool. I love that styles clash. Nyla Rose, big. Riho, tiny. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Uh, Nyla famously tweeted, there was a horse. I never got to meet the horse. Well, we'll get to the horse in just a second. Uh, Cody and Sean Spears. A lot of people were a little surprised that Sean Spears didn't win. I kind of thought he was going to win that one, too. Uh, oh, I didn't. Very cool. Oh, no, you didn't. I don't think Cody's ever going to lose. He's going to lose. No. Uh, he had a very, He's very have fun. A, a while, a streak for a while. Cody had a very fun interaction with Tully Blanchard. MJF Cody's was not going to awesome. lose until MJF beats Shut him. Shut up. I think he's going to lose. Hey, and did then, you see Nathan tweeted out that he had told MJF that Mox was going to come out on TNT as Moxwell Jacob yeah, Friedman and kick not, his ass? Nate, that's not even on. a good scoop. Uh, very cool to see Arn Anderson come out. Oh my God! Um, oh, Arn, he's a big boy now. Mike O'Keefe was so like specifically happy yeah. about that. I know a lot of people were, I but I love. Wait to see how they're gonna have Arn and and uh, Tully interact with each other. It's gonna be real, real cool. Yeah, because they got a story. Like they they could do some interesting stuff with that. I hope they do a video package. Oh, I'm sure that AEW will do a wonderful video package. You think they like video packages at AEW? I think they do. <laughs> I think they love it. Uh, the Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks was absolutely insane. The greatest ladder match I've ever seen. That was. And remember when I said I wasn't sure about ladder matches yes. a while ago? I think that was better than the one that you showed me to prove to me that ladder matches were something. It was so crazy. There were multiple. Oh, my God. I think he's dead. Yeah. Uh, and we watched the Lucha Brothers wrestle the two nights before. Not only had we watched them wrestle the two nights before, I did a promo with the Lucha Brothers. Yeah. Where Ray Phoenix said, how about we started out and you say uh, best tag team on the planet. Yeah. He goes, then I'll whisper universe. And then you say universe and we'll take it from there. And I was like, perfect. So now I forever have the memory of Ray Phoenix leaning close to my yeah, you ear. Kept whispering my ear. Universe. 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 Uh, 
but it was a defining moment of my life. It was, and that tag team match was, was also a defining moment of my life. Unbelie- you know, I we're again we we're watching one. I think it was being the elite this week, and the Bucks are just like up and talking and like, yeah, you know, it was a great. Match. Dude, we thought Nick was gonna die. I'm like, are you not dead? That's crazy. It was so fun to watch. I think AEW gives them power. I think it does. Uh, I think a lot of people feels the same way about this. The Jericho Page match just had a tough spot. Yep. I know they wanted to go last. It had to go last. It was the world you title match. You explained this to me. It, it was, had to. Yeah, the world title match has to go last. Um, the first world title match. Yeah. Ever. Has to go last. Has to go last. Um, but yeah, there's no... It's it's. There's a reason that a lot of those Ring of Honor shows ended with Young Bucks matches because they're hard sure. to follow. Sure. However, if you're going to follow them, enter on a horse. Enter on a horse. Do lots of cool stuff, which they did. Um that was a Cracker Barrel horse that I they was, lease out from the flagship not, Cracker Barrel. I was listening to... I really want to know where that horse came from. Wait, AEW, oh, from, where's the video package on who, the horse? They did. Yeah, but they, I want to know where it's stable it oh, came from okay. and you want to ride who it's the horse? a fan of wrestling-wise. Yeah. Oh, and someone who did... Is uh, that a, ba- a sad backstory? You they know? did the old uh, Country Road. Oh, ride that to horse. To that, it was very fun. Um, and then, of course, the huge news... Was oh Tony Khan came out afterwards. Too. Oh, so Cody Jericho wins the belt. Jericho wins the title. Aubrey, Aubrey crushed it. Crushed it. Had the gloves, which we talked about on the podcast. One in each pocket. Yes, she gets her pants tailored. Yes, to be the best wrestling pants yes. in the world. Uh, yeah, she was awesome. There are so many great photos, but uh, Jericho wins the title. Then Cody comes out and is like, after there, he's like, hey, we're really off the air, right? Yes. Like, are we definitely? Because I don't think fun. Tony Khan wanted to be on the air at all. No, no, no. But also, because the lat when they did the one show from Jacksonville, they thought they were off the air, but they weren't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, that that's a, a fun callback to that. Uh, Tony Khan comes out, and there's no other way to describe it. Like a very sweet boy, he invites us all to please do Starcast and all out, or uh, basically all out every year over Labor Day weekend, yes. and. Also, always come for uh, the night before Thanksgiving to be there with him and his family because he'll be around anyway for Thanksgiving. That was so sweet. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. And then he kept, he was so vehemently like, don't thank me. Don't thank me for this. Don't thank me for this. Like, I'm a fan just like you. Yeah. Bing, bong, bing. Oh, my God. I forgot to talk about the uh, Kenny Omega and pack match oh my god yeah now there's <laughs> that the new, was such a good match there's the new pack pock people are like pock it's pack it's pack but we think it's pock because british people say it maybe dave Meltzer's reporting but i pock. remember now that i now that i'm thinking about it i remember when when he was on art of wrestling and he was like he always had abs as a kid <laughs> like a six pack so everyone called them pack oh pock yeah i'd like a six pack that's why we all I say like it like pock. that it's, we all say it like that because we're trying to have a British accent. Guys, I like Pac. What do I do? All right. Anyway. Pac. Uh, and then usually after shows, I like to listen to... What a deal to have abs your whole life to the point yeah. where people call you Pac. I like to listen to reviews of shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was one of those things, too, where it was just like right after the show and everybody was kind of like still probably even recording their videos or whatever. And we ended up turning on WrestleMania and it was the smarkiest fucking 
and it wasn't the British guy. They hired a, a, a another guy to do some reads. Dude, too. he was like, and they messed up the when Jimmy Havoc came out. It said like Darby Allen or something, and he's like, oh, okay, guys, I guess you don't even fucking want to be serious. It's like it's like you're not even trying. You're not even fucking yeah. trying. How can we even like, take uh, you guys serious? This place sucks. Then they were like little botch here, but uh, that could be bad news for when yeah. they go live. It was like it was very <laughs> it was like hyperbolic. Like yeah. every little thing was like it was and so fuck them over the top. Yeah, and. And you know what? They're meant to yeah. start up conversations. And I think sometimes people post things just to be a yeah. little bit controversial. Yeah. But uh, Omega's head didn't get drilled into the canvas on that poison Rana. <laughs> I guess these guys are fucking idiots. Yeah. It's like, jeez. It the smarkiest. Um, uh, hey, Scarlet may be the smoke show. Some of these YouTubes are the smark show. Man, oh, man. Uh, but I really like that match between Kenny and Pac. Yes. And then we, I mean. There was no time where I was like, ugh, better go to the bathroom. No. I was so glad I went before because I don't think I peed once during the whole show. We really uh, buried the news of the week. And that's <laughs> that Jericho either lost or his AEW title was stolen uh, from the limousine in Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, he was at a Longhorn Steakhouse. Fuck you, Omaha. Uh, and uh, well, Omaha's—they don't have. Do they have brick and mortar have restaurants? One or two brick and mortars. Well, he was at the it's Longhorn. It's just funny because he always talks about yeah. them. Yeah, uh, they've recovered the title as of this recording. It was on the side of the road. There's still a, a interest in finding out who had it or whatever. Yeah. Apparently, there's some mix-up with the bags. He goes to look in his bag. It's not there. Um, they are, to their credit making it an angle making it fun making it a it lot and, and I, I think, think it was like nick jackson tweeted like oh for ffs oh yeah ffs <laughs> like oh for fuck's sakes um and then it, it, i mean the, there were some real funny jokes especially because like they made it clear that the young bucks aren't super happy with jericho having the title then he's like dancing around backstage oh, the with bubbly the uh, thing. this fucking guy listen he is a he walking meme creator always knows Dude. how to figure it out Sound and how bites. to get something going again and now he's got this little bit of bubbly thing uh now i tweeted this but i would like to tell you what our friend maria said that i think is so brilliant fire away she said <laughs> she said Chris Jericho reminds me of the metal version of the Domino's Pizza Tracker app. There you <laughs> Every go. time I see him, I just hear, ooh, your pizza's in the oven, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Little bit of the pepperoni. Uh, all the mixes, the Mambo number five. So many Did fun it all ones. for the nookie. Just did it all for the bubbly. So fun. And you can take that bubbly and stick it in your, ooh! Like, it was just so well edited. And I think somebody had a tweet. David Bixon's fan retweeted it, and I apologize, I can't remember who it was. But he was like, you know what? Everybody pretty much is reacting to this Jericho title thing with like the right amount of like hassling, but also like having fun. And it's like kind of this big thing that sort of joined everyone together in this weird, unexpected work, shoot, work, shoot way. Yeah. Uh, Ross Berman had a funny one where he had uh, the person who like got their suitcase mixed up with Jericho. And it was the thing of Pulp Fiction when he opened up the briefcase. (laughs) That was like all gold. Oh, I love that. Super cool. Uh, yeah, I mean... Just they, such a silly, billy thing to happen. You but know, you know what? We were saying that this is really good for AEW sure. because uh, my brother texted us about it. Dude, And when you start I'm hearing from ya. people outside of the fandom, I'm telling that's ya. when you know that something is, has gathered interest outside of, you know... I feel like I've spent months explaining to people about AEW and what the deal is, but this yeah. was like, oh, they're interested, they're going to look it up. 
it was convenient that they're going to have a show on TNT in the fall. I loved it. It was a real big deal. Uh, the show was cool. Um, you know, I, I, they made a change with the announcers. Golden Boy took uh, Marvez's spot. Yeah. So, but we didn't really hear much of the commentary. We haven't gone back. We and did not. I'm unable much. to uh, do that because it's not on just like a network or something like that where it's real easy to do. So, yeah. Uh, I guess I could use a nefarious means, as they say, to uh, watch it, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, also, uh, I can't promote this enough. It's going to be finally, it's official. I thought it was official already before, but uh, the Carolina Stampede for $5 Wrestling is going to be streaming live on That's the High Spots so Network cool. Thursday, September 12th from Hebron Hall in Charlotte, North Carolina. Bell time is at 8 o'clock. Tickets are $10. Hey, what's that main event? Uh, the main event, <laughs> uh, and what a main event it is in the main event. Well, they, uh, before I announce that, let me just announce a huge six-man match. Uh, the Burke County boys are going to go three-on-three three with the freight train, Lil Donnie, and Dynamite. <sighs> but in your main event, uh, just the breakout star of 2019 for $5 Wrestling, Jeff Hart will be taking on AEW's own. Joy Gentil. Good boy, Joy Gentil. Good boy. You're going to wish you were a good boy. Oh, my God. It's going to be so Go wild. down the rabbit hole of looking at the promotions for this particular yes. show, but also go back further and further to uh, any of Jeff Hart's promos. If you're not a, uh, a, a, a subscriber to the High Spots Network, go ahead and do that. It's $9.99 a month. You'll get that show. We'll be on Egos Amigos before you know it. And there's, there's a beautiful Egos so Amigos much. clip that awesome someone stuff. edited. Oh, yeah. Of Eddie Kingston. Eddie's in the middle. Ta- telling a story. Ethan's on one side and Kurt Stallion's on the other. And Eddie's talking about how he decided not to retire and how he's going to keep on going. And Kurt Stallion's just kind of out of it. And all of a sudden, somebody <laughs> made... wrestled a bedillion matches. They made an image of his body leaving his body, like his spirit leaving he his body. He rises up. He passes through the tree line. He passes into the planets. Yes. He goes above the moon. And then when he snaps back into the conversation, his body returns. And it was like <laughs> one of the most beautiful he, pieces he like of storytelling. He or something. Like, ah, yeah. He was back. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Sarah. Uh, uh, and But it is like, to that point really impressive to see like you and i get tired and we're not wrestling yes like you see the matches that these people put on and i know for a fact like ethan page versus homicide like we got to their hotel room they had moved the beds away so that they were like a little studio space the beds are pushed together just side by side ethan page and kurt stallion and then like kurt just drifts into another room to get a little more rest and ethan's up and at it and it's like you've got Starcast. He's making the vlog. Oh, yeah. He's got a match. Like it's so impressive what these talents are able to do. And that's right. Uh, there was a big New Japan show which I've watched some of. I heard there was uh, streaming issues during the live show. Yeah, but uh, they've they've got it cleaned up for the most part. It's on the New Japan Network. Enjoy. Um, you got Okada and Minoru Suzuki. I don't want to spoil anything. Okada yeah. and Suzuki, Zack Saber and Tanahashi. Uh, Ishii versus Kenta. I will say this. Kenta got a concussion in the match. Yes. Should have been stopped. It was real weird. They got a... New Japan's got to get with the times. Can't yeah. have that, bud. Also, the Osprey Eagles against El Fantasmo and uh, Ishimori is awesome. And may I rep- may I recommend uh, the NXT UK uh, takeover they just had. Ooh, yes. That main event with Walter and Tyler Bate is so awesome, so fun. Uh, also, the tag team title match is bananas. So please check that out. Also, 
if you are a emotional boy or girl like Sarah and I can be, mm. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> Get ready. You got to watch this new Connor's Cure commercial. At the end, there's a cameo. I don't even want to spoil it. Yeah. Your eyes are getting teared up right now just thinking about it. Was it was such a good commercial. It is something else. But I'm also riding pretty raw emotions anyway. Yeah. Every now and then I just think about how nice somebody was. Yeah. And then I just get all teary again. Yeah. Any special shout outs? You. Oh, get out of here. You get the shout out of all because get here. it is one of those things where it can like a weekend like this where you're going thing to thing to thing to thing yeah. and you're trying to like make a good impression on people and say hi to people and also like be ready at a moment's glance to explain who you are or yes. why you're backstage somewhere. Like yes. there's so many factors at play and the fact that just like I could always count on you to be like a normal, sane, kind presence made it that much easier for me to be a normal, sane, kind presence. Except for when I thought we were going to get hit by a semi. Jesus Christ, Becky. Are you okay? <laughs> I really like Steve Austin's new show. Uh, apparently the ratings were real good with him and Becky. We had it on. It was fun. She gave him a stunner. She gave him a stunner. Um, yeah, I just they threw like... some axes. Yeah, and they were like both really you know good at so axe throwing. It, and I like this about his show. They went and got, uh, she's a vegan, so they went and got vegan food. And mm. they made it where it's like, this will taste just like a cheeseburger. This tastes like pulled pork, like chicken nuggets or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Austin took a bite and he goes, you know, it's got the texture and it's got the feel. But it just don't quite hit that crave like I need it to. <laughs> and he was just like, nice try, bud, but it didn't work for me. And I also like that he took Becky like axe throwing yeah. and like um, vegan food and all this stuff. Yeah. But then he picked her up in a Ford Focus and she's like, this is the car you picked me up in. And he's like, you don't like my Ford Focus. <laughs> but I like that he picked up Sal and just like yeah. took him out in the middle of a lake. Like, great. let's not make him throw axes. No, let's great. let him have a gentler time. The semifinals for the King of the Ring are set up, bud. We've got Samoa Joe versus Ricochet versus Baron Corbin on one three side. Three way, right? They did a three way. They did a double pin. They, they mastered that double pin. It was perfect. That was perfect. I was uh, very impressed with them. What did Samoa Joe, did you see his tweet? Yeah. About, he said, basically... We need to step up our troll game. He's like, I, I'm not bothered by trolls as much as like people just go after the easy things and, you know, it's, where's the art? Where's the yeah. integrity? He said a guy texted him seven years ago thinking he was his estranged Uncle Brian and he's just been giving him bad life advice ever since. Come That's on. That's so funny. I love it. I think uh, Samoa Joe might be the funniest guy in the he world. Just might be. Uh, so again, on one side, it's Samoa Joe, Ricochet, Baron Corbin. On the other side, Chad Gable and Elias. We're going to do a whole breakdown uh, for Clash of the Champs coming up. But, uh, man, oh, man. What? I was laying back and I thought, oh, yeah. I'll sit up so don't I don't get back. sleepy. Don't lay back. We're too tired. We're too tired to sleep. Are you still on the Baron, the King Corbin train? Give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away now. Brad. It's going to be Barrett. Brad, I saw somebody at StarCast with your your body tattooed on their body. Yeah, it was on the forearm. Yeah. I said, sup, brother. Yeah. That's, hey, we're brothers on arms. We, oh, you know? that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's pretty good. Yeah, I was just saying hi to people every now and then. Yeah. And, uh. Spreading the good word. Sure. My boy, Baron. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that yeah. was kind of something you were doing. Yeah, just like get shit or get off the pot. Hey, what do you think about Bailey uh, turning heel, teaming up with Sasha? Sasha said, "You better do this, or I'm quitting WWE." Oh no! And then Bailey was like, "I got you." She threatened to quit again. Yeah, Bailey was like, "I got you." 
if if they could be together, yeah, then they'll do it. But like Billy's only like kind of like that. Oh, okay. The kids know. Yeah. Ask Noli. Sure. Ask Sparklehead. Sure. They get it. Sure. Business is business. Did you see Sparklehead's all-out outfit? Ooh. I said, yipes. Looking tough. That's a that's a scary bad bitch. <laughs> Brad. What? She listens to Lizzo. She okay, gets it. she does get she it. She gets it. She does get it. I don't know, man. You gotta get these kids all in a room. I think they gotta put the title on Sasha and have Becky and Sasha each have uh, titles. Whatever you want. And then Charlotte and ah, I'm I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested. Sure. I'm interested. Whatever you want, dude. Okay. Fantasy book your way all the way to the moon. Well, you'll see. Here's my deal. Yeah. I don't go in with any expectation. That's a good way to do it. I just let it happen, you know? Yeah. And then you, no one would have guessed. No one predicted Jericho no. losing the belt, literally. Literally. Funny as hell. Yeah, me too. I think that was funny as hell. Yeah. Hey. A little bit of the bubbly. There you go. All right. Brad's into it. All right, bud. Hey. Yeah? Get some sleep. I will. I got one more little story to talk about. Hey, hey, don't let those cats push you around at night. Listen, our cats have been maniacs lately, and we've been not getting great sleep. But that's okay. I'm getting getting back in this tum. Get back in that tum. There's still Taco Bell in there. Get in there. Uh, last, last, I don't la- like what he makes the noise. No, that's real gross. Yeah, uh, I don't like that. Last but not least, uh, our buddy John Pollock from Post Wrestling, who was on Scrump's podcast, Shout uh, out. PWCast, uh, he reported uh, from Post Wrestling that the WWE draft is set to begin once again on Friday, October 11th. That's going to be the second SmackDown on Fox. And then the draft will continue the following Monday on Raw. So they're going to split up they these are rosters. Split. And are they going to keep it this way? Well, apparently there will be no wild card. They want two very unique brands okay. until Vince changes his mind. Uh-huh. Um, I love that Roman, I mean not Roman, uh, Triple H did that interview. And he's like, he's like, I don't know what these guys are talking about. Like Vince isn't going to be part of NXT. It's just like, oh, I think he may be eventually. He might have a say or I two. I wouldn't have say but, that just But yet. you know what? Technically I right now, okay. I wouldn't discount Triple H's ability to manage Vince. Yeah. And give him like play work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's what we're going to do. Maybe he's a, a, oh, yeah, a master yeah. at manipulating. I'll take your notes into consideration. Yeah. Hey. Sounds awesome. I think you know how to manage me sometimes. I w- oh, I don't know about that. I would love two very unique, different lineups. Mm-hmm. Stick different with shows it. for different bros, you know? Different shows for different bros. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe uh, get that title off certain people so they can go or stay. I don't know, but I'm I'm ready for whatever. Literally, I'm so excited about all of the wrestling. And I know yeah. I've said this before, but I just don't see the point in wasting energy of like, well, I hope this one doesn't do well, or I hope the other one doesn't do well. Yeah, Honestly, get out of these, here, man. Both of these companies are made up of people who have worked so hard and not to be like cliche, but put their bodies on the line so many times to where it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, it literally didn't matter to me if yeah. DJZ went to one company or the other yeah. because that guy is cool yes. and that guy does great moves and I hope the best for him. Absolutely. And I think if you look at it more that way of like, these are collections of people who love wrestling the same as any of us. I hope everybody does well. There you go. 
Uh, special thanks to Tiffany for spreading the joy and bringing us some Majescas. Majescas from Louisville. Louisville. Head Louisville. to muthscandy.com. If you How do you get spell some. that? It's like M U M U T H S C A N D Y dot com. These things are so freaking good. They are it's a crazy. marshmallow wrapped in a caramel or caramel, depending on your region. They're lighter than that latte foam. Nitro brew, it's, yeah. It's like air. It's so good. They're so good. She drove them all the way up. Uh, it was just, that was one of those things where it was so great to see and spend time with everybody, even though it always feels too short. Yes. But you make those friendships now where it's like, cool, I met some people that I'm already talking to on Twitter DMs and like, it's just the sense of community is always the biggest after like these conventions, yeah. these big shows where everyone bands together because they all just care. We all care. We all care. Uh, and again, uh, StarCast was so cool. Thanks to Conrad uh, for making us be a part of it. Maureen for running shit like a boss. Like a boss. Uh, it was so wonderful. When we got there to StarCast, uh, they were like, oh, we didn't know you were going to have a table. Yeah. And then, but within five minutes, a table was. yells at some was... boys to get us a table. And yeah. we were good to go. We were treated like kings and queens all weekend. It was yeah. so amazing uh, seeing all the buddies. Every year it gets a little bigger. And there were moments, too, in passing where somebody would just come up to me like I'm in between things from one to the other and just say something so nice where it's like you have those moments where you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired. I don't know how I'm going to do this next thing. And then someone says something like that and it just like picks you up. So I know you and I try yep. to sort of spread that around and, you know, help people out. But everything that people did that was sort of positive was noticed and, and felt even if it seemed like a quick moment i think Absolutely. the wrestlers feel that way i think the fans yeah. feel that way and there's just it's so easy to just do one little tiny thing that helps everybody yep so that was it we'll be back next week with our regular format more buddies more less buddies fuddies. less fuddies less recaps more knee slaps oh less recaps more knee slaps uh please 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 keep on listening keep spreading the word we love hearing people uh, say, oh, I got them listening to it. People were like, I listened on the way in. You know what our buddy Andrew said? What? He said one of the nice things is uh, sometimes when people feel like maybe they're not like welcome at a show or if they're yeah. by themselves, he said that wrestling heart is kind of like a flag of like, hey, hey I'm nice and I like wrestling. And I thought that go. was the kindest thing. Unbelievable. Yeah. So look for those buddy hearts. Uh, I hear so often people finding each other like, hey, I saw Somebody in a Marty Sarah shirt and went just over go and up said to him hi. And just say hey, buddy, and yeah. then you're good to go. Yeah. <sighs> and if they're Sarah. weird, just chalk it up as a socially awkward Steve Austin moment there and let it go. Kick to the stomach, stunner, walk away. No, <laughs> Sarah. It has been a uh, a wild week in the world of pro wrestling. I think everybody's still coming back, but there's yes. also more wrestling coming up. There's more wrestling freelance AEW, Black Label, Support GCW, your local indie. Root for the good guys. Boo the bad guys. Mm -hmm. Just love it all. Um, and, uh, yeah, if we saw you out at the podcast, uh, at the at StarCast or AEW. Uh, Ladybug. Thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, it's nice to feel uh, to feel like people are listening to these two dum-dums. You said it. All right. Buds, go get some sleep. Put on... Uh, What's your, what do you recommend? A doodle, dink doodle meme? No, 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 because you have to pay no. attention to those. Yeah. When you want to fall asleep, here's what I like. Oh, yeah. 
vaporwave mix with visuals. There you go. They play vaporwave music, and then it's just a lot of like 90s commercial snippets. Oh, there was one where they were just doing PlayStation games, and it was mm. like a little bit of everything, and I was like, oh, my nostalgia just lit up. There you go. All right, buds. Get some sleep. We'll see you later. Good night. This is the MLW Radio Network.